Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Community Garden Revolution. My name is Mary Huckel, and we have on the line, I believe, uh, Brenda. Would this be Lady Diva? Would you be on the line right now? Yes, it is. This is her uh-huh, in the skin. Huh? Do what? This is her What'd in the skin. I'm yeah, in here. They to, yeah, they used to be playing something ahead of time, so I'm going to go ahead and play that. The uh, gal on the other line to get me on the uh, studio, they went ahead and said, five seconds to go. So here we've got Lady Diva, a.k.a. Brenda Moss. My name is Mary Hugel, the show host of Community Garden Revolution. And we appreciate you coming today. She's got a lot of information about what is going on in the music industry. Now, a lot of you do your fundraising events with uh, different kinds of music. We see the same genre, uh, Brenda, uh, going to be like uh, country music or jazz. Uh, Some folks have used folk music. Uh, They've used uh, bluegrass, um, some classical. Uh, They've thrown in some art pieces uh, in their community gardens so they can have a nice fundraising event and have a nice sit-down meal, that kind of thing. And some of them throw in tents. And we're going to find out first what her show is about. She does a show called Let's Jazz It Up, and you can find it on Internet uh, Radio. Uh, you can find it on Facebook. You can also find it on the Blog Talk Radio stations, too, as a podcast. And she sends it out to people, too, just like we, what we do with our program. And uh, we're so delighted to have her. We've talked about it for at least a year uh, we're finally connecting. Uh, we've all had uh, out-of-town issues to take care of, and uh, so glad to have you aboard today, Miss Brenda. Uh, tell us about Let's Jazz It Up, why you chose to do something about music. Why did you choose uh, to do something about, uh, you know, different kinds of music? Well, I'm a lover of all types of music, um, and that seems to draw a lot of people's attention. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. always got plugs in their ears with their cell phones and they're listening to music. Music helps people through the day. Music helps people with their emotions and mental uh, issues uh, to relax mm-hmm. each and every one of us. So I use music. Um, Let's Jazz It Up is uh, how I formed it started back in uh, 2010, Mm -hmm. Uh, 2008 or 2009 when I first got on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I decided to create a music community, which is called Let's Jazz It Up. Let's Jazz Mm -hmm. It Up does not mean officially just jazz music. I am just trying to jazz up the uh, environment, the surrounding, uh, yeah, the community, uh, people uh, that are lovers of music. Uh, jazz, let's jazz it up. I play all kinds of music, which is smooth jazz, contemporary jazz, classic jazz, included with R&B, Hip, a yep. little hip-hop, a little hip-hop, pop music, gospel Blues. I do it all. Uh, you rarely see me do any uh, um, pop rock, but I'm thinking about opening my mind up to some pop rock music because I've. Uh, what's pop? What's that? Is it like fusion stuff or something, or what's that? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's like rock music, but mm-hmm. it sounds like pop music. 
uh, more hmm. easier for you to listen to than uh, a lot of guitar noise, you know? Got it. Uh, yeah, and, you know, less screaming. <laughs> but Yeah, um, less, and where you can understand less, the words. <laughs> yeah, so... With me uh, inventing Let's Jazz It Up, Lady Divas, Jazz, R&B, and Hip Hop Community on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anyone wants to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook, which is Brenda Nanette Moss. And I actually have two group sites under Let's, Great. Uh, Let's Jazz It Up. Yeah, it's uh, Lady Divas, Jazz, R&B, and Hip Hop Community 1 and 2. Good. But with Let's Jazz It Up, uh, Blog Talk Radio, I started it back in 2014, and Mm -hmm. I started deciding to interview uh, a lot of uh, legendary uh, people and their skills and talents and uh, also authors of books. I interview oh, yeah. them. Yeah, and I always ask them, what is your uh, favorite type of music? And I will play, I will spin music on air along with the interview. Now, oh, I... Oh, cool. Yeah, so like people that are authors of novels, like nonfiction and fiction books, they want to get get the exposure and they have this product, and they, they feel like it, it's, it's stagnated, and they want to get some exposure. And I said, well, let's add some music along with it. People can move with music. Whatever mm-hmm. type of music you like, and they see you like their music, they may like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of medical with, people, they uh, tell you to uh, listen to some uh, nice music that would be cheery for you, so it helps on your healing. Uh, you, you know, as far as the movies, read nice, positive books, that kind of thing. But I think music is a very healing uh, process for people if they've had surgery or if they've had certain things that they have to deal with on medicines or whatever. Now that's my opinion, but uh, I've also been told that by doctors to you know listen to some good music, you know sit down there and yeah. listen to all that kind of stuff. I believe so, too. Now, what do you see the changes or the trends in the music? I know you and I have talked about that in the past. And uh, basically, what do you see as far as the changes? Because, uh, of course, uh, people my age, uh, they uh, don't look at the Grammys like we used to when we were coming up because we don't know the songs, we don't know the people too well. But it's funny how the younger ones, uh, when I was coming up in the 70s and, of course, the 80s, they know our songs. I think it's a hoot. So so what are you seeing on the trends of the music? Are you seeing that they're realizing they have to do a little different genre of music or do they have to tone down some of the rhetoric? What are you seeing? Or maybe there's not too much of a change going on, but I think there is. There is a change. There has been uh, musicians, singers, songwriters, and producers that I interview on my show. There's actually been uh, musicians that are are uh CEO of record label companies. And yeah, there are trends that are changing if you want to keep up mm-hmm. with it uh with everyone. Like the uh record label companies, they notice that people go online listening to listening to music. 
instead of going to physically a record label company, a lot of these companies are doing everything online and uh, going to internet radio stations now because Mm. that's how they catch in a lot of people's attention towards artists, music and stuff. And to get back with a lot of the young generation, yes, the young generation um, are into the uh, old school R&B music because, you know, back in the day, the R&B music has uh, music that's like a lullaby that plays in your head for a very long period of time than is the way they make music today. So a lot of the young people, like in their third, late 20s and 30s, are going back to the older R&B songs. And they can sing it word for word, you know, because, see, that's the Mm -hmm. kind of music some of them have grew up on. And and they can really uh, uh, like it and uh, understand the lyrics more. Like some musicians, they think it's... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was, I was uh, going to say, yeah, that might explain why, you know, when you said the Internet radio stations, see Columbus Radio, which is the top of the top three, Columbus is number two, and they filed for bankruptcy. And uh, then iHeartRadio, I've heard for, I don't know how many months, two or three months, uh, they seem to think that they're kind of teetering on how they can stay uh, afloat themselves because of the changes in the industry, and maybe that's what's going on, Brenda. Maybe they're just going, hey, we're just going to go with the Internet radio or or here I'm on the computer already. I'll just listen to it this way. Maybe that's what's going on. I didn't realize uh, the change there. Yes, that's exactly what's going on. A lot of these artists are actually are, are doing their own networking selling their product online. They send in their music to uh, internet radio stations. Uh, they're getting into these music internet music libraries uh, to put their music out there on the internet um, because they get a lot more people that way. That's where everybody at is on the internet, you know, is on the Interesting. internet. Yeah, so... Interesting. It it blew my mind when a record label company is actually doing everything through the Internet because the record label company, they got their uh, building is set like in Indianapolis or Atlanta, but you don't go Mm -hmm. to the building. You actually go on the Internet to find all the artists and the music that you're looking for. So a lot of Mm -hmm. these uh, musicians, record label companies are looking to Internet radio, you know. Right. To put yeah, we signed up for one. There. Yeah, well, I signed up for one. I haven't gotten there yet. I've got tons of shows to download uh, on that, uh, but I just haven't gotten the opportunity to get on there. As uh, I've spoken with you in the past, there's just so many opportunities for a person uh, on the internet right now. I didn't grow up with that because when I was in college, gal, uh, uh, and I've told people this uh, here on the show before. Uh, a computer was the size of, of a refrigerator when I was coming up. And, uh, yeah. and, of course, all of a sudden down the road they came up with these laptops and desktops and that kind of stuff and whatever. But when I was coming through, uh, those gals, when they took those classes, 
oh, they were just fuss and fume because if you missed one card on your programming part to uh, make that computer work, and it was the size of a refrigerator, uh, it wouldn't work. And so they have to go all through those thick cards, and it would be like four or five inches thick of cards for their programming. So times have changed, and I've been in broadcasting before. I did 10 years working at various different stations and, and uh, dabbled a li- little bit with advertising, not much. But um, the bulk of mine has been other things. But um, the difference between back then and what is now, I mean, it's very exciting in today's world, very exciting because everybody can be on the playing table. Everybody can have a level field of what's going on. And you see a lot of people accessing the Internet to do things. I think it's exciting. Even uh, some of the community gardens, uh, they're uh, upping what they do as far as their videos. They're upping what they do as far as their pictures because it's more visual now than it used to be. So what do you see um, as far as the trends evolving eventually, too, with people on music? We heard years ago that uh, if they wanted to make money in music, they had to do the concerts because the uh, uh, records you know, were changing and all this other you know, stuff with the computers were changing, how much they'd get paid, and they made more money doing the concerts. Uh, concerts are probably here to stay. But uh, what do you see as far as the trend uh, that people can say, hey, you know, uh, do I have to go to a bar and make sure that I've got a band for my event or it's a a word-of-mouth thing? You know, what is it that you would say that if a community garden was sitting there and they had the opportunity to find a band, uh, how can they look on the Internet or what do they need to do or be aware of or do they need to do the word-of-mouth and go to a, a bar or club and find a band that way? What do you suggest? All of the above. All of the above. Because... <laughs> That's quite right. In some bars, they won't have a person booked unless they've gone to the show or they have actually seen their CD. I've heard that before to make sure it's what they yeah. bought. All of the above. Because when I first started doing blog talk radio, I had time to set set aside to do research. And mm-hmm. it was not only uh, me uh, looking uh, on the internet for persons to uh I sent I, I was sent out an invitation to musicians I never really heard of. And then mm-hmm. there there again there are musicians that I have heard by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. There are musicians mm-hmm. that I have seen performed at venues. Now I don't just stay here in my own hometown residing here in Evansville, Indiana. I do go to Indianapolis. I go to Atlanta. I'm always in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, because a lot of musicians uh, and all different uh, music generators comes down through there. And uh, my opinion (laughs) is all the above. Sometimes these musicians come to me, and then I have to go through their music files, read their bio. I always tell them, send me music by MP3, send me a bio, give me something to read about themselves, and send me some nice pictures, photo shoots, headshots of themselves. And those three basic items is what I use is to get a story behind this artist. But um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, Going to the uh, club venues where an artist is performing, doing research, go to a lot of the music group sites on the Internet, or especially on Facebook or Twitter. Um, I'm all over the Internet. 
I'm not just on right. Facebook or Twitter. I'm on Tumblr, Google Plus, <clears throat> a lot of the uh, music libraries, uh, a lot of uh, group sites, music sites on the internet. That's what mm-hmm. uh, gets you going right there in uh, in your uh, research for certain musicians and artists. Oh, very good. And word of mouth doesn't hurt either. <laughs> no. I've heard some owners say that, no, unless I've seen that CD or I've been to that club, particularly the club is what some of them do if it's in the area. But, uh, yeah, we do feed into uh, so many other cities um, here in the Midwest, and that's good because we get a blend of St. Louis, we get a blend of Cincinnati, Cleveland, Louisville, Kentucky, which is where you go a lot, Indianapolis, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. So I think in that respect, as far as the culture and all the different blends, we're very blessed here in the uh, the Midwest. What they don't have, uh, you know, of course, New York and Los Angeles, they got it all together anyway. But we at least are blessed with the different uh, cities that are around in the Midwest that we still get a good sampling of everything. We really do. Yeah. So if a yeah, person, so if a person wanted to go into the music industry, uh, what is it that you suggest that they should start doing? Uh, that's different, of course. When we were coming through, it's probably is it easier, I guess, to get breaking the business, or is it uh, something you still have to do the uh, uh, do the ropes? Or uh, let's say if a person yeah. ha- played a guitar and they wanted to uh, get in the biz, uh, you know, what do you suggest? Well, they better take their time and not rush and make abrupt decisions because the music industry is ugly. It's really yeah. ugly. Yeah. And you cannot jump off listening to a lot of these agents or um, advisors because sometimes they are, they're out to use you, take your right. money, or just use you, and you won't get no percentage. Because a lot right. of things happen to a lot of these artists. And uh, the deal is, do your research. A lot of these musicians out here thinking they can get rich quick uh, by me- uh, creating music, writing lyrics and songs. But do your research first. Do not make abrupt decisions. Take your time. Because there is mm-hmm. so much music out there. There are so many independent music artists that I know because I actually support a lot of the independent music artists, which they mm-hmm. are the ones that are the backbone for the music industry. It's not always right now, yeah. the same celebrity music artists like Prince, Stevie Wonder, and all those well-known names, there are other independent artists out there just trying to reach to the top as well. And you got to do your research, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and pay your time. And you got to be safe anyway. My mom always said when I got out of college, she said, the two things you're going to need in life is an accountant and an attorney. <laughs> Yeah, it was a long time That's before true. I needed an attorney, but I had an accountant for for a long time. But uh, the the attorney part, when it came in, boy, I'm telling you, sometimes you do have to have them around because people are something in today's world. Uh, as far yeah, as like a, a community garden per- person, uh, how do they make sure that uh, let's say if they book 
uh, a, a band. I would say there's probably a contract in between the two of them, I guess, you know, the band and the people. Uh, do they? How do they know for sure that the band's even going to show up? Or, uh, you know, what do you suggest? Do you just pay uh, a down payment and then wait until they uh, actually come there and, and then pay them the rest? Or what do you suggest? Or, what, or do you even hear that part of it? I don't really hear that part of it, but okay. usually um, there has been, like, incidents happen with hip-hop artists. They get paid before they perform, and sometimes they'll take off. They'll just perform and do one song, and then they're gone. <gasps> oh, my land. So, just to yeah. say that they did the ju- the uh, judiciary thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, but see, you know, that's the policy how a lot of uh, the uh, people in the music industry do. They'll pay you half, or some of them will just pay pay you all the money because of the fact that they want that artist, so because they're in such demand. But there are mm. some ugly musicians, artists out there that will try to, try to do that and take people's money. But... Mm. That's just how it goes. You you snooze, you lose in this music industry. It's it's ugly, and it can but happen. But don't they uh, tell by don't doesn't that venture catch up with them? Like one club owner tells somebody else, "Hey, this is what happened yeah. to me," and then another club owner says something. Doesn't it eventually catch up with those people that do that? Or yeah, well, sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. By word of mouth, it gets around. Mm. Not to mess with that uh, artist. And usually um, some uh, agents or organizations will catch on, you know what I'm saying? Or they won't mess mm-hmm. with that artist. They won't mess with the ass up to the artist. When they do people like that, they know that's a bad rap for others that mm. will want want them. But I'm telling you, the music industry can be ugly. And but mm-hmm. you know what? Some some people are smart enough that they won't pay the artist no money until after they perform. Right. I right. think that's right. the smartest thing. Like they say, you cannot trust everybody, anybody in this world today, no matter what what business. I are, hear are you. I believe the same thing. I was in financing for many years, and and I'm telling you, <laughs> I've I've seen it. You, I haven't seen it all, but I've seen a good portion. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, and I'm not ever. Uh, you're not ever really amazed in, in a way. You're kind of like, wow, really that angle. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just off the wall what someone will come up with or do, and you're like, huh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I I know a lot of community garden folks would love to uh, check up on your show. It's called Let's Jazz It Up, and Miss Brenda, uh, we call her uh, uh, Lady Diva. Uh, we've caught. I remember a few years that that's what people how they addressed you was Lady Diva, and then yeah. uh, you were said no, Brenda. Brenda's okay. Brenda Moss. <laughs> Yeah, but it was so fun, and it always is fun to be yeah. able to call somebody Lady Diva. <laughs> <laughs> and she's on uh, Block Talk Radio, and then she's got a Facebook page. Tell me the uh, the uh, title of the Facebook page. Uh, the music community group uh, page on Facebook is called Lady Divas Jazz R and B uh, Community. I have one and two, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, friend me on Facebook, which is under Brenda Nanette, N-A-N-E-T-T-E, Moss, M-O-S-S, my whole name. 
And mm-hmm. I have Lady Diva in parentheses. So you can't just uh, get into my community because somebody has to let you in. It's, uh, right. it's for public, but, you know, we have some uh, people that are very disrespective and try to ruin you. No matter what you get into in life, you're always going to have haters. Uh, right. In the music community, uh, I have over 3,500-some uh, members in there. And most oh, of wonderful. them that's in the group, probably, as you notice, are music artists, songwriters. Yep, yep. She has an active uh she has a real active page because once they get talking to each other, I mean, it's like uh, they're getting the lowdown of music. <laughs> yeah. People that are artists, they come through there. They mention their events, performances, uh, their upcoming project, music uh, album, sing uh, or singles that they got out. And that, that, and usually that's how a lot of musicians uh, get in my uh, community uh, group on Facebook because that's where they get their ratings on their music. They want to see oh, how yeah, many wonderful. people are listening to it, how many likes they're going to get on it. They want to know how their product is among other people that like their music. And then not only that, their followers and fans that are in there. So a lot mm-hmm. of musicians come on to my group site on Facebook uh, promoting their music, their product. And uh, they, they they sit there and watch and see how many likes they're going to get out of it or any comments they're going to get out of it. Sometimes right. people don't notice it, and I would get in there and comment and, and just blow it up and say, hey, this is on time. Y'all need to listen to this. <laughs> and people will will get in there and listen to it, you know. But um, mm-hmm. Lady Diva's jazz, R&B, and hip-hop community will be almost six years old later this oh. fall. Wow, I know it's rocking because uh, whenever it is that I'm actually on uh, Facebook, uh, I'll see it and I'll think, well, they're really into something that they're talking about. It, it's a wide mix of people, which I think is wonderful. That's that's what you yes. want, a wide mix. Well, yeah. this has uh, yeah. been a delight. I appreciate it. It's been about a year that we've been trying to, to uh, have you on the show, and I sure do appreciate it, Gal. And uh, maybe we'll have you down the road again on the show in the wintertime when everybody's bored. And <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about what you see as far as the trends that have changed with music because it all changes, as you know. And, of course, yeah. I'm looking now on my table for the uh, darn uh, – the uh, uh, little chimes that I use to close and open up a show, and I don't know where I've dropped them. Uh, uh, so, folks, we're going to have to do it without the uh, chimes again. I apologize, but it's been one of those days, as, as uh, Brenda can tell you, I've had to do, oh, here we are. I've had to do some errands for my mom, <laughs> and, uh, you know, time fleets, and it flies like gangbusters, and I knew I had to do uh, the show, too, because it's been a year, at least a year we've been trying to get a hold of each other, but we've both been out of town ever so often, so my honor and pleasure, Brenda Moss, she's and she has a really neat program called Let's Jazz It Up. And I'm so delighted, Gal, that I finally got to talk with you on my show today. I appreciate it. Thank you, folks, and do start your community gardens. Have a great community garden day. Yeah, Miss Stevie, call me back on my phone, okay? <laughs> 